This is the Uticast WrestleMania special. Making his way to the ring, your host. sporting event in my mind that I get excited for all year, WrestleMania, the Super Bowl of wrestling. And I could not do this show if I wasn't here with my co-host, my best friend, the Beast Incarnate, (laughs) the man who will conquer this city, eat, sleep, podcast, repeat, the Beast, Kevin Sullivan. Super hyped! I hope that somebody is listening to this. Is weird. This is the first time we've done a special edition of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. once a year for WrestleMania. It looks yeah. like uh, I have to. I have to warn our listeners again. This is a special episode. If you uh, if you normally listen to the show and you're expecting us to talk about any things we normally talk about, you can skip this one. This one is going to be totally devoted to our our not so secret passion of uh, professional wrestling. We find it very fascinating. Uh, we have a lot of guests this week, man. We have a huge show, actually. We have Paulie so Diamond. Yeah, my brother's here. I your just brother. saw him come in. I'm horrified. <laughs> he's ready. He got, he's <laughs> coming for you. I'll tell you what. Um, we have, got Mikey. Yeah, little Mikey. Mikey Whipwreck. Yeah, Mikey. My man Mikey's coming in to tell us some eight-year-old perspective on professional wrestling and how much he likes Roman Reigns. Uh, we have Mark Simon from Dirty Years Images coming in as oh, well. Oh, true. And uh, who else is on? Wait a minute. Somebody? Do you hear that? Is that no? I know. Let it go on. Listen, listen to the crowd. I was just hoping it wasn't. You know, I could tell you I wasn't standing here, just like Jericho, with my arms stretched uh, as the crowd erupts. Listen here, losers. Uh, the Ayatollah 
of rock and roll. Crapitola, baby. <laughs> Bye, Justin Parkinson, Mr. Maiden Utica. Welcome to podcast is Parkinson. Oh, God. <laughs> How does it feel, baby? Uh, I'll tell you what. It's, Come on. I'll tell you what. This stinks. Let <laughs> me tell you right now. This really... Uh, no, I'm actually really excited for this. I uh, I didn't really know what we were going to do for this, and we're sort of giving this a feel to do a little it's bit still of... still playing it by ear, to be fair. We haven't yeah. edited this, put it together. Who <laughs> yeah. knows what's coming up? This show is obviously uh, crap, but um, I'm here to save the day, <laughs> oh, and you're welcome. God. So... Hey, um, this one's on the house. More than Damn. usual, this feels like a mistake. <laughs> Generally, uh, but yeah, guys, we're getting ready for WrestleMania. Um, we're gonna get into our segment with uh, with Paulie and uh, and Kevin's brother Andy, who came in to talk to us, and then you're gonna join us later on to talk about the card in general. But what are your hot takes about WrestleMania before we uh, we get into the show? Well, one, I'm the best in the world at what I do. <laughs> I've heard that occasionally, um, and I just want you to. Uh, Shut the hell up. First first of all, that is never. <laughs> oh, yeah? Ever! Ever! Going to happen. Let me ask you something, though. Is this episode 42? Uh, who cares, actually? Uh, uh, because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter what episode this is. It doesn't matter what you guys are doing. The fact of the matter is, is that I'm here, and I am your savior, and this is the year... Of Parkinson. Every year has actually been the year of Parkinson. I don't even know why I'm deeming this one. It's been that way for probably 12 or 13. Maybe, well, 31. I'd say. How old am I? <laughs> All the wrestling holds. That, if someone asked me, how many wrestling holds do you want to put Justin Parkinson in? They say some of them. I say no. All of the holds. Every one. Starting arm bar. Yeah. Cross face chicken wing. Headlock. This arm bar. Camel clutch. Cobra Clutch, F5, Armbar, Three-Handled Family Gredunza, Piledriver, Armbar. All for you, Parkinson, the man of a thousand holds. Also, can we get it, before we get into the show, um, you purchased a video game for your Xbox One and it has ruined your life. Uh, It's ruined both our lives. I purchased it for you. Because we're friends. You say you purchased it for me, (laughs) but I've literally not seen you do anything else in the last week. There's a... one of my favorite things is Are from, you going to uh, say the game? Or you just oh, oh, yeah. It is WWE 2K16. It's, uh, despite some very almost game-breaking flaws, honestly, it's not a bad game. I think we could do a whole show about an honest you review could. of that game. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you really could. Yeah. You can tell it's a good game because even I play it and I never play video games. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's, we have a Leslie F. Championship. Yes. So, Currently held by... So if anyone who is listening to this podcast happens okay. to have an Xbox One and wants to challenge Parkinson yeah. for the Leslie Avenue Championship. We're yeah, you can challenge Parkinson for the title. For like three more weeks till my trial runs out. Until your trial runs <laughs> out. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Uh, all right, so uh, this is a pretty long show, so I don't want to go too long here. Um, anything else you guys want to say before we get into the show proper? Anything you're excited about? Uh, I I am excited to see what happens when my brother gets his hands on you. It's going to be brutal. Uh, guys, before we forget, I will try to do some live streaming from the Uticast website 
uh, from the Unicast Twitter, I'm sorry, uh, during WrestleMania. So if you guys are watching it, and uh, by God, if anybody is listening at all, <laughs> please interact with us. And like, if you need wrestling friends, we're here. Yeah, we're I here. think this is the show where you find out who actually yeah, who actually listens. And it. I think you have a couple of guests who are reluctantly <laughs> agreeing that they enjoy the product. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a question for you. We all know that you can bring the heavy offense, but there are a lot of skeptics that think that perhaps you can't take it, that uh, you can't take the punishment that Diesel will give you tonight. How do you address those skeptics? Well, the skeptics and all the people have a little bit of... Let me do this again. Oh, it's live, Hal. Sorry. special without sharing it with your good friends. So I'm here with Kevin Sullivan and we brought in a special guest. He's a heavy hitter in the regional wrestling community. He's also the man that keeps everyone in Maiden Utica looking so so sharp all the time. He's the legend. The one and only Paul Diamond. Woo! Yeah. I'm in. Representing the Gentleman's Corner Barbershop. And um you know, we had another we had another guest who was coming, and then he he got at me earlier and said he couldn't make it because he got caught up. So I'm a little. Dis- team from my uh, PlayStation video game back together for the first time in real life. If you've got the tag team, you're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> it's too late. Big trouble. Big too late for you and Parkinson. <laughs> I talk trash, he backs it up. So, <laughs> so guys, I'm, I'm glad you came to come talk wrestling for this special episode of the Uticast. WrestleMania weekend is upon us. Guys, we're, um, we're all adult men. We all have jobs and lives. Um, why is it that we still like wrestling? And I guess, let's start with you, Kev. You're, you, you're back on wrestling for the first time in a long time, I guess. If you had told me at this time last year that I would be this gassed for Mania, I never would have believed you. And my brother Andy's been telling me for a couple of years, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I've been watching wrestling. It's kind of not bad. There's some stuff happening. Um, I don't know what it is exactly. It's just a mixture of so many things. There's the nostalgia. There's the actual storylines. It's impressive to watch what these guys can do athletically. And all my friends, well, like it makes us have a show where everybody gets together and just talks about it. Mm-hmm. Something like sort of brings the people together. 
Andy, uh, your brother tells me all the time that you were a big catalyst in him getting back in. When did you start getting in, though? Because I don't remember when we were younger that you were always into it necessarily. Uh, well, definitely when we were younger, I mean, really young. Right. Uh, we were huge into it. Summer slam parties at the house. Yeah, um, all the time. All the time, big ones. It was mostly Kev's friends, and I just kind of tagged along. Uh, I stopped watching around 2003, and then uh, about 2013, I just threw on Raw one night. There's nothing on. And it was supremely entertaining. Uh, the Shield, uh, Seth Rollins. And what I think I like about now, because back then I was disappointed when I was uh, found out that it was a little bit scripted maybe. Yeah. And now I take it for what it is. And it's truly an awesome form of entertainment. Uh, Paul, you're the resident wrestling Don in the community, I feel like, when it comes to it. Uh, but you're, you're a classic wrestling fan, it feels like. Yeah, uh, we're old school. Yeah, what's your thoughts on the current product? Like, you... Um, I'm somewhat of a fan. Uh, Shane O'Mac coming back has got me uh, really, <laughs> really, really interested. That's got me watching right now. Um, we we have this... it, more importantly, what is it like to have Bret Hart's phone number in your phone? How does that feel? It's like the little kid wrestling fan inside you, like, so... yeah, he's just Bret to me. It's now. surreal. It's so <laughs> surreal to to talk with Bret. Like he, I don't know, just he was a hero as a kid, and now. I don't want to use the word friend, but... But, like, to have a relationship, at least. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's like, insane. Like, at the very least, if not friend, like, you have a relationship, that's going to be crazy. It is crazy. Uh, do you guys ever... Uh, do you guys ever get tired of, like, having to defend wrestling? Do you ever have to no, defend I, it? I I hate that more than anything. Yeah? I hate it more You than probably anything. get it a lot out of it. I do. I do. Especially with, like, when we brought Brett in, I kind of, like, let my secret out. Of, to everybody. Yeah, because you had to come like, out and be like, I love right, wrestling. Right, I did. I had to come out and, like... <laughs> Okay, I'm out of the closet. I'm a huge wrestling fan, or at least the old school wrestling. You know, so that was like, you know, you hear people, don't you know it's fake and all that stuff, and that, that drives me insane. That argument drives me nuts. It didn't make any sense to me that it was fake, right? Like, is if you're, if you're watching a sitcom, is that fake? It's it's scripted. It's a television show. It's right, yeah, right. Like, it's the same thing with a movie. It's like, why? It's, it's like, not you go to the fake. movies and it's say, oh, entertainment. he yeah. didn't really yeah. die. Like, he didn't really get shot. This movie's mm. fake. Like, I don't know. I hate that stuff. It, it, it's just captivating to me in general. I find it to be, it's it's such an odd art form, right? Like, I feel like, like I don't defend it to anybody because, I mean, if, like, I say something like, oh, yeah, you know, me and my friends are going to have this podcast about WrestleMania. Like, you watch wrestling? I was like, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's like I don't defend it. But there's definitely that moment when you tell people, they're like, wait a minute. They look down like, on you a little like, bit. Like, like, they're just, like, people are, like, baffled. They're like, you mean, like, wrestling wrestling? Like Hulk Hogan wrestling? I'm like, yeah, you know, like not anymore. <laughs> no, it's not that uh, anymore. One pretty prime example was uh, just about six months ago, I moved in with my roommate, uh, who I also call my fiance, and she didn't really know that, uh, how much I really enjoyed wrestling. And uh, Monday nights are pretty awkward in the house now because she's, she's in the bedroom watching Netflix and I'm crushing Raw. So it's, uh, that's I remember, interesting. I remember when you came over for SummerSlam and you were telling me, you were like, hey, you know, I'm going to go over to my brother's house and watch SummerSlam. And you told me, she said, just like, what the fuck is SummerSlam? <laughs> she doesn't swear. She's an English teacher. <laughs> Maybe a little bit of color commentary. Yeah. Uh, a little spin. I would have to say, uh, wrestling is, is fascinating in that way because we, we watch a lot of the network here at the house. It's on pretty regularly. I find it to be, I, I just find I it like the network did a lot of getting people back into it because you go back and watch old stuff. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But what will happen is, you know, we, we, we watch the pay-per-views every month, whatever you want to call them now, network events, whatever. It's pay-per-view. I, mean, I always think of it as pay-per-view. But people will come over and you bring, like, casual people who come just for the sake of people getting together. 
and they'll be confused by it. Like our good friend of the podcast, Kate Riley, who's bringing her nephew on a little bit to talk about wrestling from an eight-year-old perspective. She came over to watch the uh, show, and she's like, what is this you guys are watching? Like, I don't understand this. And within, like, 25 minutes, she's like, wait, who's this guy over here? What's his... <laughs> He's and then you show up three months later, and the girls are marking out just like all the guys being yeah. like, loving these people. Such I think we can all agree we love an eight-year-old's perspective on wrestling. And oh, that I'm, was I'm, awesome. Um, I'm excited to see what he's got to say, just because like <laughs> I can't imagine having that clean and pure of a view where I'm like, Cena and Reigns are the best. Everybody else is mean. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, these are just I, I talk guys. with kids in, in the barbershop about wrestling all the time. And Do you have? Are there still a ton of kids that love wrestling? Yeah, Do you get like a lot of wrestling kids? Definitely. Definitely. Um, I don't want to spoil it. Mikey, when he came over today uh, to do the shoot, he had a Roman Reigns T-shirt on, and he had the Roman Reigns like glove, like the one glove, and then the wristband on the other side. <laughs> and apparently, Katie asked him, "Why doesn't he have gloves on both hands?" And he's just like rolled her eyes at her. He's like, "You don't, you don't get it. You just don't get it." But like, yeah, I tried to ask him like, "What wrestlers he like besides Roman Reigns?" He's like, "John Cena." I was like, "You don't like Kevin Owens?" He's like, "No, I don't like Kevin Owens at all." I'm like, "All right." I'm with him. You do like you do like the good guys. I'm a good guy, guy. Um, Love Kevin Owens. So one of the the constant talking points in uh, in wrestling, especially in the build up of WrestleMania, uh, they talk about having like a WrestleMania moment. But from a fan's perspective, I want to ask you guys like. What's, like, your first moment, like, watching WrestleMania that you remember? Was there, like, a specific, like, moment? Because I, I have one, and I figured I'll start you guys off with this. I remember my dad brought me a VHS burned copy uh, he totally got from legal means of WrestleMania Seven, where the Macho Man was fighting the Ultimate Warrior in the retirement match. Like, the loser had to retire, and the Macho Man lost, and I was kind of sad. Like, I like the Warrior, but, you know, everyone likes the Macho Man. And then Miss Elizabeth came out, and they had a... Of touching moment in the ring. Oh, the reunion. <laughs> a reunion in the ring. Now, last week I was watching a documentary about this. Come to find out, at that point in time, they were already divorced in real life, so it yeah. ruined a childhood memory for me. Uh, but that's like an early WrestleMania moment for me that I remember that was like a big one. So I don't know if you guys have one. Mine, the one first one that comes to mind is, uh, is I'm a huge Stone Cold Steve Austin guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was 98 or 99, but I was like 10 or 11. Uh, him and the uh, sharpshooter. Uh, yes. bleeding WrestleMania out. 13. I heard the inside scoop on that story. Oh, oh yeah? Yeah, we talked about that. Are we allowed, they're not allowed to hear huh? Can we hear the inside scoop? It's in his it. book. Which <laughs> 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 you can buy. That's all. I'll never forget that because Stone Cold was my man. Seeing him go down was heartbreaking. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was that one of the matches him. that really made, yeah, it made him a star, like, to yeah. go out like that. They're like, dude, you're like, this guy's bad as hell. They generally say that, like, in terms of being, there's always kind of who's the best wrestler of all time. They always, Austin made the most money is the general consensus, right, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, being the most successful wrestler he's for probably WWE. The, he's probably the biggest yeah. ever, just for being solely a wrestler. I mean, at this point, The Rock is who The Rock is, but just for being a wrestler... I mean, you remember that time back then. You were in maybe seventh, eighth grade. Stone Cold was just oh, ubiquitous. He was everywhere. Wrestling was everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it's true. I remember seeing a documentary, and they were interviewing X-Pac, and he was just giggling to himself <laughs> about how much money he made. Made us a Stone lot of Cold. money, though. Yeah, I remember exactly. that yeah. was Monday Night Wars, yeah, I think. One, two, three, kid, X-Pac, whoever you well, yeah. That's the other thing, too, is wrestling is very cyclic, it seems like. And we talked about You mentioned it a little but briefly, but I actually want to touch upon it. You said you sort of phased out of wrestling around 2003, yeah, I think you said. Yeah, 2003. I think 
everybody. I think we all yeah, did right around the similar yeah. time. Yeah, split that's like right when Cena came into it, and then I was kind of out. I think that happened to a lot of people in general. I think the network has been really good for them to to allow them to do different uh, uh, broadcasting. Like you know, Paulie, you saw you talk about being like classic wrestling yeah. guy. I watch a lot of like the NXT stuff, which I'm sure you barely even registered. I touch on a little bit. I haven't. Yeah. I don't have the time, but what I have seen, I do like. But I'm saying like all that stuff is on the same. Like platform. Same so if you want to be an NXT yeah. guy, be an NXT right, guy. Yeah. If you want to watch Royal Rumble '92, watch Royal Rumble '92. Like having <laughs> yeah. all that. I remember being kids and having people who had video cassettes of Sam. Especially you had a lot of them. Oh yeah. Pay per views that were taped and they go back and rewatch them. If you could have told <laughs> for real, I'd see the video. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> like even back then, people used to rent them. If you could have told me back then for nine bucks a month, oh. I could just play them like anywhere on my space TV, like in my house. Phone. By the time I was thirty, it's it's the perfect thing for somebody who loves wrestling to have that tool. And I think that tool will help perpetuate interest in it, you know, indefinitely, as long as Reigns doesn't go over his face in mania. <laughs> and I'm, well, it'll make Mikey really sad if he doesn't. Um, I'm not trying to be a shill for the authority, but, it, you know, for $9.99, it is a good deal. <laughs> um, but no, no joke, though. When I was a kid, I carried a, like, a Rubbermaid tote, like a giant big one full of VHS tapes <laughs> yeah. for years. As, like, an adult, I had these with me. And, like, I had to explain them to people and women I met. Like, oh, these are uh, all uh, my... Art house cinema that I've built up over the years. Yes, yes. Rumble right. Royale. Rumble Royale. Yes, it's a French film. Um, so, who's your current favorite wrestler on the roster, guys? Who are you guys liking right now? Anybody? Um, oh, Bray Wyatt. I was just gonna say, yeah. love Bray Wyatt. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Bray Wyatt. They are destroying. I love Wyatt. Bray Wyatt. I'm I'm a big Rollins fan too. I can't wait for Rollins to come back. I liked him. He was like last year for Mania was the first time I really paid attention. So he was like the guy from starting, but. Bray Wyatt has the potential to be the best, like, the scariest, best dude that they have for ever. He's only 26. Let's hang back on Bray for just one minute because I want to bring him up in a second. Uh, but you did touch on something else. Uh, a lot of injuries this year. A lot of injuries for WrestleMania this year. A lot of people not in it. Rollins specifically, um, for people who don't even, like, who aren't super familiar with him, he's not, yeah, he's probably not super over outside of wrestling communities. I don't think he's no, he mainstreamly he popular. He was on, like, ESPN and stuff. Yeah, Daily Show and stuff. Yeah. I'm he not, was. You like him? No, I'm not you don't like him. No, I'm not sure. Really? I like the Shield altogether, but individually, like Ambrose was the only one that I. See, he's my least favorite. Yeah. <laughs> you like Ambrose less than Reigns? Yeah, like ah, I. Like, that's a fair point. I don't know. Ambrose, that stupid clothesline that he does, it really bothers oh, me. Oh, when he goes into the rope and comes back. Yes, yeah, I don't. How does that get you any more momentum? Know. That's what, you know, um, ridiculous. I thought that Rollins was good. But he was so good that he was kind of underappreciated because you sort of forgot that he was the champion. He was just putting out good matches. And then when he got hurt, it seemed to leave a big hole in terms of, like, who's going to go out there and have a good match right now? And then Cesaro got hurt, who I was a big fan of. Mm -hmm. And then Cena, for all the, the trash that Cena gets, he's, a professional. he's one of the best. And, you know, he would have been good. Well, it's crazy that, I mean, all these, these guys work 300 nights a week. And, like, in today's culture... You're, uh, yeah, 300 nights in a year, rather. And, but, like, in your... They can't, I'm completely lost now. But they can't take steroids anymore. They don't take, like, painkillers. Like, people pay attention to the drugs. If you look at these wrestlers from the 80s and 90s, especially in the early days, these guys were taking tons of painkillers, HGH, steroids, and alcohol. Now that they have to chill on that and those guys can't do right. it anymore, it's really showing what that workload does to a body. Like, it doesn't matter how fit you are. If you go out there and do a five-star frog splash off the turnbuckle every night of the year... 
your body's gonna get injured at yeah, some point, just, especially when you're like six foot eight. Brings up a fascinating point. What are your thoughts on an off season? A lot, even TV shows have off seasons. Like, what me? They can't fill the raws they right? have. That's. A <laughs> I think that'd be great because it just gets so, like you said, cyclical. But over and over again, it's the same thing. How many times does Stephanie McMahon try to kick someone out of her ring? If there was a three month <laughs> break true. between uh, WrestleMania on Sunday and the first Raw of the year, right? If there was a three month break. How excited would you be for that first Raw of the year, right? It would it would be, be like, yeah, man, I'd be really hyped up. I can't wait to see what's going to happen after Mania. Uh, now, granted, I understand why they don't do it. Their whole business model is based on just continually turning over, turning over content, like four shows a week and whatever, mm-hmm. you know. You really think about it, too. They're putting out a lot of wrestling now. That's, there's a lot of overexposure to it. You got Raw, you got SmackDown, you got NXT, you got Superstars, you got every original program they're doing, plus WWE-exclusive web events. Plus pay-per-views. It's hard to tell a continuous story that many times every day and never stop. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah. it just... I feel like you got to get burned out. It's like out. a soap opera. It is Sam, like a soap, soap opera. Sam always says that. It's like, it's, it's, like, it's like an athletic soap opera it's, for guys. Yeah. It's an athletic soap opera. It's like American jazz music. It's the closest thing we have to Shakespeare. It just never ends. It keeps going. Oh, it's fascinating. It's... That would piss him off. Oh, Billy Shakespeare? Well, he would appreciate it. Go, dude, they did a really good South Park about that, actually, back in the day, about, like, comparing wrestling and Shakespeare. It's very funny. Um, you guys want to play a game real quick? Yes. Love games. We're playing a Unicast classic game. We're going to play overrated, underrated, and we're going to do some wrestlers. We'll see what we can get here. A little overrated, underrated. And let's start with someone we actually already talked about, so I feel like we know the answer. Bray Wyatt, overrated, underrated. You want to start, Andy? Uh, yeah, um, I think he's he's underrated by the WWF higher ups or WWE. I apologize. Sure. sure. Uh oh. Oh no. How many years is best? They'll call. I think he's underrated by Vince McMahon. Nah, nah, nah. I think you're fine. Gotta get the F out. Yeah, definitely underrated by Vince McMahon. But I think everyone else in the world knows how awesome he is. Paul, you got thoughts, Bray Wyatt? Um, I don't want to say underrated because I think he's getting a lot of. A lot of exposure. I think everybody loves Bray Wyatt. I mean, I don't want to say under or over. Sure. Because he's definitely not overrated. Appropriately rated by the people, underrated by the people who are in charge of making the decisions. Yes, yeah, I agree. You made up a good point. Um, I think he's great. Um, I'm surprised they don't push him. I'm sorry he hasn't won a title at some point in time. But you, they, that's I said it earlier. He's 26. He's 26. Yeah, they have other shit they have to take yeah. care of with these 40-year-olds right. before they can let his young ass have the belt. He'll can be around. Can say shit and ass? Yeah, oh, no, no one's stopping us. We broadcast right, right. <laughs> this on the internet on our own, and this is the WrestleMania special. Okay. The and only then... people listening are us. All right. We're alone here. <laughs> Shit ass. All right. <laughs> um, trying to make a point. Don't celebrate it, Frank. <laughs> All, right. All right, so let's, uh, let's, let's move on to the, uh, the competitors from the main event. We'll go one at a time. Let's start up Triple H. He's been there for a long time. He gets a lot of hate from the general public, I feel like. Overrated, underrated, Triple H. I feel like at this point in his career, I gotta say, kind of underrated. Like he's right. mean out there. Like he looks okay. like he belongs with the belt. The most interested I've been in Triple H in a long time, actually. It's true. I don't know if you... I definitely think he's underrated now. That... I mean, back five, <laughs> six years ago, no way. But you kind of got to appreciate how long he's remained relevant and huge. <laughs> Paul, you don't seem. Paul, you tell us why. You gotta remember, like my perspective as, as a casual fan. Yeah, yeah. So. I have to say, completely one hundred percent overrated. <laughs> I can't stand him, and I never, I've never been able to, to stand him. Can I uh, say I don't think Brett, he's great on the mic? Brett, Brett said this. No, he's not. Brett said this, and uh, I absolutely love this statement. Uh, Triple H 
in his whole career has never been the guy. He's always been the guy that works with the guy. Ooh. Mm. And I completely mm. agree. Mm. If you look at like, you know, his feuds with The Rock, with Austin, you know, with Brett, with everybody, with Taker, with Shawn Michaels, it's always been, he hasn't been the number one. He's always been the number two, working mm. with the number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fair. That's and then Brett followed up with, I can name a thousand wrestlers better than Triple H. A thousand. It's a big number. And then when, when, when I was with him, I, I asked Brett about that, and he's, he backed it up. He said a thousand. I can name a thousand. Stu Hart, right. Owen Hart, <laughs> Frank Hart, Tony Hart, <laughs> Bulldog. Um, I actually think Jimmy that as a but I'm a casual. I'm a casual fan. I'm not watching. No, you're not wrong movie. about that. But I don't think he'd be where he is if he if it wasn't for the marriage. No, I think. Oh, for not. sure, for sure. And I think the Triple H thing as a wrestler, he's a little bit overrated. I feel like he thinks he's he's not Shawn Michaels, right? Like he doesn't have that kind of charisma in the ring. But I do think that to a certain extent, I like him better now because of all the things I know he does backstage. I know he's, like, doing good things for the company. I know he's, like, the head of NXT in terms of, like, pushing that stuff. So I appreciate that he's there. I think and that's like influence uh, your... You said yeah. as a wrestler, though, didn't you? Like, as a wrestler, I think he's overall, a little bit... Yeah, overall, I think he's a little bit underrated. I think he gets a little bit too much hate on the Internet sometimes from, like, the, the smarks out on the Internet. Uh, I like Triple H, though. I think most of the time when I hear him talk, like, off-camera, I like what he has to say. I think so if you're going to do, like, a that. tier system, he's, like, second-tier group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's not, yeah, not yeah, the sure. He's not the top two. He's, like, rock. Triple H is on nobody's Mount Rushmore of no, wrestlers, no. even if you could get ten guys up there. Uh, Who else? Um, Mr. Maiden Utica's Justin Parkinson will be very upset that he's not in on this segment, but The Undertaker... Let's talk about The Undertaker, guys. He's getting up there in age. You want me to go first or last? <laughs> Ken, why don't you go last? Paul, why don't you go first? Overrated or underrated, The Undertaker? Oh, you got me so interested in what you're going to say. Um, I I mean, I, I don't think he's underrated at all, but I definitely don't think he's overrated in any aspect. Um, he is getting towards the, the end of his career where, you know, his matches, I lose a little interest Mm. You know, he'll give you a good five minutes, and then he's on his back for mm-hmm. for the rest of the match. Desperately gasping for breath. <laughs> yeah. Not wrong. Right. So, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to knock The Undertaker. He's, yeah, he's, he's the man. He's, he's a legend. If to me, being like a casual fan, he's he's pretty much all I have left mm. from I, my era. That's fair. And that's a really fair point, actually. Because I, I just feel like The Undertaker... I've gotten to that point now with The Undertaker when I watch him in the ring. It's like Sting was at that last pay-per-view. I'm afraid that he's yeah. really going to get hurt. Yeah, that's, right? like, that's how it was Lesnar. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, somebody stop this. I don't think he should be doing that. Somebody like, stop this. You know, that's my only concern. I, don't, I would never say he's overrated. Right. Right? Like, oh, The Undertaker, like, what's he ever done? Right? Like, he's done right. some stuff. Uh, but I just get concerned now that he's going to legit not sit up from one of those moves next time. Right. <laughs> right? Like... That's completely. And there's a lot of guys like that too. Who I mean, there's a lot of old guys who are out there still taking hard bumps. Mm-hmm. And if you look at WrestleMania last year, Scott Hall did a backflip, got dropped on his back in the concrete. He's an old man who's been in like the hospital. Yeah, I think the Undertaker is wildly overrated. Whoa! I knew it was coming. Undertaker the perfect gimmick a hundred years ago, where he walked out for four and a half hours and was terrifying. <laughs> And then didn't really do much after that. He did a choke slam, and then he pinned the guy in a cool way with his eyes rolled back. <laughs> and he's been doing it. And, hey, 
fantastic. Good for him. He's made it work all this time. Jeez, if he's not overrated. It's my hot take of the day. <laughs> hot take of the day. As, as being probably the best that's ever done it, The Undertaker. <laughs> I don't think that there's a way. I mean, it's you could never overrate The Undertaker because of who he's been, how consistent he's been in the career that he's had. I think that he, you could, I think it's impressive that he's done so much with such a basic thing. Like, in a world where guys change gimmicks every three years, in a world where guys, and he, to be fair, he's done a lot of different things. He had, like, American Badass Undertaker and reinvented. Mm. But to be so consistently that guy in one place at that level for so long is something that nobody else has done. And I think that that's remarkable, no matter how you look at it, that somebody was able to do what he did on such a limited set. I mean, if you think about it, he started his career, what was it, like Hogan? Well, yeah. It was like he, pretty early in yeah, his career. It was, yeah. it was Hogan. WrestleMania, he, he premiered at Survivor Series in 1990. Yeah. And then he wrestled Hogan at the next Survivor Series. So within a year, he won the title from Hogan. And then he just stayed there. Yeah. Stayed there. He was never in the, in the IC at all. Oh. Nope, just stayed there. Kind of had a feeling Kevin had 25 years. Sometime in the early 90s, The Undertaker was in Utica. Yep. He was the main event. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very young. I made my father get us to leave because I was terrified of The Undertaker. Yeah, it is true. That yeah. 100% happened. Wow. Kevin, he had to leave. Kevin's now held it against me for yeah. roughly 20 years. I will tell a story that Andy was not alive enough to remember because he was probably a little baby. I remember one time we were kids, The Undertaker came to Riverside Mall back yeah. and that was a thing. And I did not let my parents take me back to Riverside Mall for three or four years because I was so scared. Because this is back when The Undertaker was putting people in body bags and jumping on their heads. Right. I'm like, Mom, Dad, this guy's murdering people on TV. We're not going to Riverside. My dad brought me to Heron Cable when I was a kid to meet The Undertaker. He was there for like a, a like a like meeting or a promo, whatever it was. And I was there with like eight, eight like kids and their parents who must have been friends with the Heron guy. And I give them credit. They were, like, in character the whole time. Like, Paul Bear was there with the urn, like, doing that high voice. And Undertaker scared me pretty good. So you met Taker? Yeah, I was a little kid. Like, I was very, very little. And I remember my dad had, like, the big shoulder mount camera, you know, like, back in the day. And uh, he couldn't get the videotape in it. So I'm, like, standing there in front of the Undertaker while he's, like, just trying to get the tape in the machine, and he's just looking down at me like, Grr. You couldn't have got, gotten me. Oh, yeah, I got it. It's pretty funny. I'll, I'll, I'll try and find the tape one of these days. Wow. It's only like 10 minutes. It's just like, it was back in the day when you could, like, when Heron Cable was, like, its own, like, whatever cable company. I actually talked about this on the upcoming UC with Z, I feel like. I feel like me and Z had a wrestling conversation as well about this. Sounds about right. Um, let's move on from The Undertaker, though. So, we all like The Undertaker, except Andy, who thinks he's vastly, vastly overrated. Um... <laughs> Let's talk about a commentator, actually. He gets a little bit of hate these days, too, but he's a legend. Let's talk about Jerry the King Lawler. Is Jerry the King Lawler overrated or underrated? You know, I heard somewhere that this is... He's not going to be commentating this year on Mania, and this is the first year he hasn't done a major event in Mm -hmm. some crazy number of years. I just read that before we came on the show. Uh, Lawler's one of the best. I mean, he's, he's... Especially compared to the idiots that they have now... Like yes. Compared to JBL and Michael Cole and these other Byron films. Saxton, yeah, yeah. team is not good. I Lawler is at his best when he can be a bad guy, though. I don't yeah, like sure. I, yeah. He's got to be the heel commentator. When, when it was Jr. and the King is when he was at his best. Uh, yeah. We watched an episode of SmackDown a couple weeks ago where Lawler was playing heel commentator and he for was some great. reason. He was pretty good. Was actually. Really good. Um, yeah, that's actually a big beef that a lot of people have with the company right now, or have had with the company is. Well, people want Jim Ross all the time. Like, it's all anyone ever wants is Jim Ross. Have, just got to have Jim Michael Ross. Michael Cole is still terrible. Right. Well, that's the thing. Someone made a point that, like, how many good matches were not ruined, but, like, 
done a disservice yeah, by not having it. Jim Ross on the call. Like, having Michael Cole call it did it ruin the true. match, right? Like, all the CM Punk, like, Cena era matches were all Michael Cole. Imagine, Everything imagine even, like, Mania last year when Rollins runs in to cash in Money in the yeah. Bank on Reigns and Lesnar. Yeah. That call with JR and the King, like, oh, that's yeah. a bigger moment automatically. So many bodyguards. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> when Undertaker that's lost the streak, can you imagine JR oh, yeah. JR would have had a stroke? All right. We're uh, we're getting toward the end here, um, so let's uh, let's do this one real quick. Overrated, underrated. The man, the myth, the legend, Ryback. Feed me more, Ryback. What? Does anybody have any thoughts on Ryback? Anyway, any thoughts on Ryback? Who taught you how to close the segment? <laughs> I got more. I got more coming. Can we go to more? Yes. We, we, we all skip Ryback. All right. Everyone passes on Ryback. Excellent. All right. Need me no more. All right. So let's move on to uh, let's move on to the new day. It's the hottest property in the WWE right now. Some people uh, find them offensive. Like our roommate's girlfriend upstairs who finds Big E's dancing to be unsettling. Big E's um, dancing is definitely I mean, unsettling. I, mean, yeah. Yeah. I think they're vastly, vastly underrated. They, they should be shot to the top of the company already. Uh, they, I think they'll be stars for a long time. I'm yeah. surprised that people aren't a little... I thought people would be burned out on it by I'm now. I'm surprised they right? ruined it. Yeah. I thought that yeah. either they would ruin, would ruin it, it or Vince would ruin it or somehow it would get ruined and they're already starting to turn them from heels to baby faces and they're still pretty funny. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just glad that there's someone in the tag team division I can get behind who's not Enzo and Big Cass from NXT. That's about it. Yeah, I agree. I like them. At first, hated them, but I think yeah. everyone hated them. At I think first. that's how I felt. That's how you know it was working. Just, they keep yeah. they keep nudging you, nudging you, nudging you. So you're like, all right. And right, right, you, right, you, right, watch, right. Big, you watch Big E do the dance, and you see Xavier Woods playing that trombone. I'm like, how can you not be like, ah, you sons of bitches? Right, I give it. That's a big man. <laughs> that's a lot of dude. Aisle. That's a big man. That is. That's a lot of man. <laughs> all right. So let's close out this segment with the uh, the man who will be champion. It seems like he gets. The most hate of anybody in the company right now, Roman Reigns, he's in the main event against Triple H. No one seems pretty happy about it. What are your thoughts on Roman Reigns, guys? Paul, what do you think? I think we're going to see, what's it, Mania 22? Yeah. With uh, Cena. Cena goes out to booze. Yeah. After he... uh, Triple H. Yep. I think that's what we're going to see. Yeah. That's That's, my call. That's a pretty fair call. Um, I, I don't get exactly why people hate Roman Reigns sometimes. Like, they loved him when he was at the Shield, right? People, when the Shield were hot, he yeah. was, like, the biggest attraction in the in the group. He would stand on the side. Because when he came in, the match was over, right? He was dominating. Roman Reigns is what got me back into wrestling. Yeah. Two years ago. Three years ago now, 2016. Yeah. It's, and now I just, I can't stand him when he comes out. It's crazy. But he was so exciting back then. And now it's just, they've jumped you, down your throat. Do you, that's know, that's, 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 that's do. A, do you know that since the shield has broken up, he has not lost clean by pinfall one time? Huh? You can look like he hasn't lost. That's the, he feels too chosen. And for wrestling fans who consider themselves smarter wrestling fans who know what's going on, you know, like older guys like us who really dig right into it and look at it and, like, understand, like, I wonder what the writers were thinking. We look at the booking and everything and we're like, why are you just shoving this guy over and over, like, there's so many guys who like that people, it's a, a natural reaction to dislike him more than they should. I think he's underrated in the sense that he gets more hate than he needs. He could be a really effective guy, and one day he could be a top guy, but it's not now. 
And people don't like I don't feeling think it's like his that. fault. No, no, it's not. It's not his fault at all. I mean, he's not. There's a lot of stuff he's not good at. He shouldn't be on the microphone ever. You can get on that. But he's going. But he's there's going out there. Out. He's going out there just reading scripts, and these people are writing dumb scripts for him. Yeah. That's what it comes down if to. If you made Roman Reigns a Paul Heyman guy and let Heyman come out and put him over every week, oh, he would be the hottest property. Heyman could put anybody. Heyman could put Parkinson over, and they'd throw belts on him. Like, that's, not no true. that's not true. That they tried it with. They tried with your boys Ryback and Curtis Axel, and they both got shot down like Heyman wasn't enough to get those two dudes over Reigns actually like does have like an aura of like that dude probably beats right. you up pretty good right he needs to be more of a badass and less of a smiling goofy like yeah. oh my no God. more smiling right like yeah. the Rocket Survivor Series with his yeah. debut like the goofy yeah stop, Too sm- stop smiling stop smiling nobody wants you to be goofy that's the new day we got the new right, day yeah, we don't need that Boys, I want to thank you guys for coming in today for this Wrestlemania preview it was a real pleasure to have uh, Andrew Sullivan my man, I want to hear real quick, real quick before everybody goes out, because I'd like to hear both of you guys' take. What match are we most looking forward to at Mania this weekend? Shane O'Mac. <laughs> Shane, Shane O'Mac. If Shane, Shane McMahon doesn't go off hell in the cell, oh, yeah. then it's, it's big been bumps. a waste of time. Big bumps, big Shane, spots. Shane McMahon. What do you buy you? It's got to be Shane. It's got to be Shane O'Mac. I was gonna say the Usos versus the Dudley. You guys, I think you guys may have swayed me over. Yeah, no, Shane O'Mac can pick Rybacks, man. Yo, yeah, that's gonna be the it's opener. I should pick Sami Zayn. No one knows who Sami Zayn is besides me and like five percent of the crowd. Says uh, the kid in the New Japan Pro Wrestling hoodie. Love that hoodie, right? King of Sport, nineteen seventy-two. No, no, no. New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's how nerdy I am. All right, so uh, guys, let's. We need to change a little perspective here. So we're going to bring on somebody who likes wrestling, who loves Roman Reigns, and he's eight years old. And his name is Mikey. He's a nephew of our good friend of the podcast, Kate Riley. He came on to tell us why Roman Reigns is the man and why he thinks this is going to be his year. So we'll be back in just a minute. Sierra Hotel. India. Echo. Lima. Delta. Shield. Sometimes when uh, when we talk about wrestling, we think about it as old, cynical men, because that's what we are here at the Unicast. We're a bunch of old, cynical men. But we're going to get a different perspective here. We have our special WrestleMania analyst here. His name is Michael. He is eight years old, and he's a good friend of the show. Michael, what's up, man? Nothing. Uh, I wish the I wish the listeners could see you have the Roman Reigns t-shirt and the Roman Reigns gloves on right now. I'm very, I'm very impressed. I'm jealous a little bit. <laughs> is Roman your favorite wrestler? Yes. Now, why did you uh, why did you choose Roman? Well, because he's he's good at fighting and he's hmm. tough. Now, Roman was like a bad guy though initially, right? When he was with the yeah. Shield. But did you like the Shield when he was a bad guy, or did you like him when he broke up with the Shield? I liked him when he was with the Shield. Because the Shield were cool, right? Mhm. Now, I have a lot of friends who are who are like my age and older. And they always boo Roman Reigns. And it seems like a lot of people boo Roman Reigns. Why do you think that is? Well, because he just, he, sometimes he's crazy and just <laughs> fights when he wants to. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I do think, uh, what do you think are his chances this weekend at WrestleMania against beating Triple H? 
I think he will win. You think he's gonna win? Yeah. I think it's about that time. They've been they've been he's had the title very briefly. I think now it's gonna be the moment for Roman Reigns. Now, are you excited for any other matches besides the Roman Reigns match? Um, no. No, I know. It's a little bit of a downer WrestleMania this year. There's not that many good matches. I'm a little disappointed that John Cena's not going to be there. I know. I know, you're disappointed too, right? See, I wanted him to fight The Undertaker. That's what I was thinking was going to happen this year. I thought it was going to be Cena versus The Undertaker, but I don't know now. Now Shane McMahon's going to face The Undertaker. I know, Shane. All right, let me ask you this question. You know, and you're, you're a little bit younger than me. Did you know who Shane McMahon was before he showed up on Raw like three weeks ago? No. No, you didn't know who he was? Okay. All right, good. See, that answers a question that we've had a lot at the show about whether or not people younger than us had any idea who Shane McMahon was. Um, all right. So we're going to play a little game, and it's pretty, it's pretty easy. It's called Cool or Lame. I'm going to name a wrestler, and you're going to tell me if you think they are cool or lame. All right? Pretty straightforward. First wrestler, Dolph Ziggler. Cool. You like Dolph Ziggler. All right. All right. Cool. All right. <clears throat> All right. Next wrestler. Cesaro. Lame. You don't like you don't like Cesaro. All right. <laughs> cool. So cool for Dolph. Lame for Cesaro. All right. Let's move on. What about the New Day? Yes. <laughs> He's cool. Yeah. cool. Everyone likes the New Day, I've noticed. When people come over to, watch, to my house to watch wrestling and they don't watch wrestling, they always seem to like the New Day the best, it seems like. I don't know why. <laughs> All right, so let's, get, let's go move on. What about, uh, what about Bray Wyatt? What are your thoughts on Bray Wyatt? Lame. You don't like Bray Wyatt? Wow. It's going to be a hot take here at the Uticast Studios. I have to get, let Kevin know. All right, let's move on. Uh, what about Kalisto? You like Kalisto, the luchador cool. wrestler? Yeah, he's cool, right? Yeah. i got to show you my luchador mask later on. It's pretty tight. Um, all right, i got one more for you. This is... Uh, this is a guy I like, so don't be too harsh. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens. Lame. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> All right. Good work. Good work. Good work. All right, Mike, you were gonna, I'm going to have you make a guess, okay? Your Aunt Katie occasionally comes over to the house to watch wrestling with all the Maiden Utica people. And there is one wrestler that is Aunt Katie's favorite wrestler. Can you guess who Aunt Katie's favorite wrestler is? New Day. Oh, it's not the New Day. <laughs> it's not the New Day. It's close. He used to be in The Shield with Roman Reigns. Dean Ambrose. Yes. <laughs> Why do you think Aunt Katie likes Dean Ambrose? Because he's a lunatic. He's a lunatic. He's on the fringe of lunacy at all times. <laughs> all right. So let me ask you a question. You, you video game man? You play video games? Yep. You play the WWE video game? Yep. Did you make yourself as a character in the game? Nope. <laughs> okay. So you're cool with me. Do you like the video game? It's fun, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Now, do you... Do you like old wrestling? Like when you were, do you know who like the Macho Man and Hulk Hogan and all those guys are? I know Hulk Hogan and Jake the Snake and Andre the Giant. That's about it. Mm-hmm. Do you ever watch like the WWE Network at all or anything like yeah. that? You, you like it? You think it's cool? Mm-hmm. I sometimes go back and I watch the old wrestling and it's a little bit boring, right? Mm-hmm. They don't do as much stuff back then. All right, well, Mikey, I'm glad you came to hang out with us and talk about this. I got a couple predictions. Uh, I want to see your predictions. I'm going to give you a couple matches. Uh, and you tell me who you think is going to win and how you think it's going to come out for the rest of, for WrestleMania, okay? All right, you got the tag team title match. You got the New Day versus the League of Nations. Who's going to win? New Day. New Day's going to win. They're going to keep the title. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's going to beat the New Day. They're unstoppable right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. No holds barred match. Brock Lesnar versus Dean Ambrose. Who do you think's going to win? Dean Ambrose. You think Dean's going to take out the Beast? Because some people give him weapons, like a chainsaw. And... <laughs> I saw that. 
He's not really going to use that chainsaw, right? I don't know. <laughs> you never know. He's a lunatic. He's on the fringe. <laughs> you, you like Brock Lesnar? No. You don't like him? No. He's scary. He's a weird guy, man. He's he's so big. He's a big dude. That's, um, that's one, one of my friends uh, really likes Brock Lesnar, uh, but he calls him Brock Lobster, and he tells him that he's the mayor of Seafood City. I don't know why. He saw that in a sign somewhere. He thought it was really funny. Brock Lobster, mayor of Seafood City. All right. Um, next, Shane McMahon versus The Undertaker in the Hell in a Cell match. This is a big one. It's a lot riding on this. Match. Undertaker. He's got to win, right? I can't believe... Why would Shane win? Shane's just like a regular guy. <laughs> I mean, on Raw, he made um, Undertaker's head bleed. That was pretty crazy when he jumped off the, the ring onto the neighbor. That was pretty nuts. I thought mm-hmm. that was crazy. All right, so let's get to the main event. Triple H versus Roman Reigns for the WWE Championship. Roman Reigns. <laughs> Uh, Mikey, I really appreciate you coming in and talk. How excited are you on a scale of 1 to 10 for WrestleMania on Sunday? 10. 10? My man. Listen, thanks for coming by. I appreciate it, my man. WrestleMania coming up. We'll be back to the show in just a minute. And then fast forward 30 years later, WrestleMania 30, right here in the Silverdome, I can't believe I'm the special host here for WrestleMania. I'm sorry, it is the Superdome, brothers. I'm excited too. Ready? Hey, you think you can tell us what to do? You think you can tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Better get ready. Bow to the masters. Break it down. All right. Thanks again to our new good friend of the show, Mike, for his uh, insightful wisdom about wrestling from an eight-year-old's perspective. That was a lot of fun for me. Refreshing. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Paulie had to go, but. Shout out again to Paulie Diamond for coming out. He is our local wrestling legend. Uh, you can learn more about uh, his business, his, uh, his Gentleman's Corner Barbershop, and his upcoming event with Brett the Hitman Hart at gcbsnewhartford.com. Um, he's like Brett Hart's liaison. I love it. It's true. Can we clarify that one, though? He had the one in um, Utica. This one's in New Jersey. so he's. This just, is a larger event, Yes, though. yes, yeah. yes, yes. So he's, yeah. Brett's not coming back to Utica. Yeah. Hey, Parkinson's back. Yeah, Justin yeah. Parkinson is back. Uh, the showstopper. And then stop the show when um, the kid comes out. Uh, Andrew is still here with us. Thanks for staying, Andy. Oh, you know, all you guys gave me UCs. So <laughs> and, uh, I'll be here until mania. So, so let's introduce uh, another guy we're bringing on for this segment, another good friend of the show. So let's bring him on right now. Feed me more. Simon, here he is, Dirty Jurors Images himself, 
Jers, what's good, buddy? How you doing? What's happening, everyone? How we doing? You still got doing? it. You still got it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Son of you still got it. You still suck. <laughs> Listen, don't be jealous. Just don't. How was your vacation, buddy? You're back from... It, it was It was warm. It was fl- Floridian. Why didn't, you go to, why didn't you go to the NXT show? Yeah. It was sold out. I was I was very, very surprised. I was in Venice, Florida, which is on the West Coast. And there was an NXT show the same night I was there. And I got I went to look for tickets. It was 100% sold out. Tickets were only like 20 bucks for ringside. And I was extremely disappointed because it would have been a phenomenal time. And I would love to go to an NXT show. Yeah. Love to go. I mean, I would just love to go see wrestling live. And have you never seen it live before? No, I have not. It's wow. really. I haven't seen this since it's been years. WCW. Yeah, WCW. I've I've run the gamut of live wrestling. I've seen pay per views live. Uh, I went to Madison Square Garden with our good friend Dano to go see The Rock and Cena team up as a tag team. That was pretty crazy. <laughs> Can't uh, imagine that, dude. It was. Uh, here's a funny quick story. Uh, I remember we were re- we're pretty far in the back at Madison Square Garden. We paid like hundred bucks the ticket, but we're still like we're back up in the in the in the high seats. And sitting behind us are a bunch of guys wearing just. Like Irish gear, they had the Irish flag. They had all like the Irish, like like the touristy stuff. Oh wow! I know where this is going. <laughs> no, I know where this is going. Oh, no. No. I know where this is going. Oh, I know. The solar brothers getting And these guys didn't really. They weren't really feeling the show. It didn't seem like they weren't very loud. They weren't really like excited. And then Seamus came out, and for like thirty seconds, he was just like, "Hey, Seamus, hey, kick him in your face, right?" And then like he got pinned, and they got really like butthurt, and they were really quiet again for the rest of the show. And I was like, "Did you come all the way from Ireland just to catch Seamus and then get disappointed?" Because I feel bad for you yeah. if that's the case. Those uh, guys are the worst Irishmen ever. <laughs> you know what? My best live, ex- my best live experience. Um, I got to go to the Raw after Austin beat Michaels for the title, so that's when DX formed in their current version uh, yeah. Austin got the new brand new belt that was blue or whatever and arrested the same night like X-Pac and um, Shane had like a where was Albany, that? Albany New York Albany. Yeah, Albany. Shane and X-Pac had a street fight for the European title or something and X-Pac got like screwed over but uh, Chainsaw Charlie and Terry Funk were Chainsaw chained. Charlie they were uh, handcuffed to the cage it's and, a weird time DX, for wrestling Chainsaw Charlie <laughs> DX formed that night though and I remember X-Pac and got the Chainsaw you saw Chainsaw Charlie on Raw a couple weeks ago two weeks ago it was quite the spectacle it was, it was a pretty good show so all right, so guys, let's get into the the meat of the show. We're going to run down all the matches for WrestleMania for this Sunday, uh, and we'll just go over and see how uh, good or bad we think they are, or how excited we are. And let's start with uh, these two. These two are bad, man. Look, look, before we start, is you, this? Are you starting on the pre-show? No, no, no. I'm doing everything that's on here. But uh, this was the list of everything that was given to me. But before we get into it. Can we say this is the least exciting yeah. WrestleMania card in a long time? Like, there's not a lot of this I don't know. card that gets me really we, excited. We've watched a lot of Who bad. Who wrestled last year? I don't know. Like, I don't even remember, I guess, now at this point in time. No, no. Russo uh, Jacksino. Last year. <laughs> last year. Awesome. Last year I mean, the tank. That was actually exciting. Uh, Rollins. I'm sure you guys Rollins uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. cashed in the Money in the Bank. And that moment was awesome, right? Like, I, I don't feel like yeah. there's going to be any moment like that on this show. At least not, the, unless they do oh, something really boy, crazy. Ray took the weak pin to the something crap happen. Thing. Something's going to happen. There's no way that they would not do a WrestleMania without trying to do something crazy. So something weird will happen. Yeah, I hope so. Well, let's get into one here. Uh, this is for the United States Championship, representing the Lucha Dragons, Kalisto. And he's taking on 
Ryback, the big guy. Am I the only one that's kind of getting a kick out of this feud between these two? Like, Ryback <laughs> comes out and cuts these really, like, meta, goofy promos. Ryberg. And, like, that's it's just so weird and strange. Like, I think they're going to put on a fun match because they're so different sides. Ryberg is literally taking the path to Goldberg right now. He's going to win the U.S. title, start doing all this wacky thing, and then move into the world title picture just like Goldberg did because he looks and acts exactly like him. Nine. No, I, uh, I I think I think it's a strange match. Go Ryberg, by the way. Like, I like Kalisto lose. Yeah. Like it's just you for, like I find incredible odds. Come on, Ryberg. Yeah, it's gonna to come from something like Roman Reigns, which feels so predictable all the time. I see this Kalisto and Ryback thing. I'm like, I don't know what the hell's going on here. This is yeah. refreshing. I have no clue. You want to know something about Kalisto, too, is that we were watching random YouTube clips, and when you see that guy in, uh, what was it, Pro Wrestling Gorilla or something? Yeah, now Samurai Del Sol yeah, is his name. And doing these right weird things, that guy having his moment deserves it because he's done the hustle, but go Ryberg all day. Here's the thing. I, I actually find the Ryback character to be kind of funny. Hilarious. Like, I, don't, I don't know if he's meant to be funny or if he is intentionally being funny. If you follow him on Twitter, you follow him on Twitter that's more ryback It's Like, he's very dry, and, like, it's like boring James Milner is, yeah. like, a, a Ryberg Twitter yeah. account. Mark, this is your guy. You love Ryback. I, I do love Ryback because he has the same insatiable appetite that I have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I often look to, to uh, devour plenty of leftover plate. <laughs> be so, fed more. <laughs> yeah, I, I only need to be fed more. So I, I will instantly jump on Team Ryback for this one. <laughs> I like Ryback, but I actually feel like this is going to be the field good moment mm-hmm. for Callisto. Like, they're going to set this up so that Callisto beats Ryback at that's, the big moment. Yeah. He'll get his thing. That's the story. How can he possibly do it? And I, then he does. Yeah, he will. Every story. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. All right, so let's move on to this match. And I got to tell you, this one throws me off because I don't know why it's here. I don't get it. Uh, this is going to be the Dudley Boys versus the Usos pre-show. For, for nothing. That's a pre-show. It's a pre-show match? Yep. So we want to not talk to the about the pre-show. It? They move the arm no, bar up to the main thing. The Battle Royal is going to be on the main show now. Oh, good. Yeah, and they move. Yeah, they move Usos, Dudley's to the pre-show, and the Battle Royal is going on the main show. Well, that's good because I, I thought they were. I didn't both. understand both. this feud. Uh, no. Huh. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't USA's understand. doing that show, and they offer two matches. USA's, they've got like a weird Divas match, I think. Oh, good. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that in a well, second, uh, too. Brie Bella is fighting. How do you call it the Andre Concord? the Giant Battle Royal and then put on a pre-show? That's so stupid. Well, they're not going to. I know, but it's disheartening to... They you're, have... you're getting caught up on Whatever. details Sorry. here, Parkinson. Sorry. Uh, the point is, I don't understand why there's even an Usos-Dudley match. Is it just... Tables? No. No. That's no. Not no. Yeah. That's their gimmick, so we're not going to do the tables anymore. Listen, the Dudleys have nothing to prove with tables anymore. They've used them enough. Who does this match benefit, though? Because no one likes to use those at the moment. There's Advertisers? No, uh, no contract obligations. Uh, contract the obligations, yeah, right? The like, Dudleys to come back. You guys come back and do this thing. We'll give you a WrestleMania match. Inducting well, the they, they're simulcasting on the network and on USA, so that's yeah. two more hours they can sell commercials are, for wrestling. It's true, yeah. but are people tuning into USA to see the Dudleys in the Dudleys? No, we will yeah. be. Yes, we will. This is what you... You don't think on Sunday... In this it's simulcast on the network. It's, on, it's simulcast on the network. It'll be on at 6 a.m. A lot of people don't have the network. Oh, Oh, no, sorry. This is what you refer to as like a concession stand match. This is where you go to get your snacks and popcorn if you're there live because you don't want to miss something really good that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I feel break. about this whole bathroom match. Break I, match. Yeah, bathroom break match. I don't, yeah. I don't care just about this at all. catch the ending. I'm sure. Um, they're going to bring a table in and pretend to use it and then just mm-hmm. pin them like with a small package. And you'll be like, oh. <laughs> not to sound. That's what they're going to do. Not to sound. I'm not trying to be demeaning. I don't care about this Total Divas match at all. Do you guys 
even want to talk about this at all. That's not the, the that's not the women's match. That's the diva match, right? Well, this is no, no. This is the women's match. It's like Brie, Paige, Natalia. Yeah, that's the diva match. The women's match is on later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll get to the women's that's match the later. Yeah, no, nobody cares. No one cares. Oh wait. Um, I'm gonna take Emma because I'm a huge Emma. You player. like Emma and you like Eva Marie. She's on that's... all the programming. Actually, no, I take it back. I got Eva Marie. Until they put my girl Alexa Bliss on the main roster, Yo, I that's my girl. Nah. That's um, my girl. Eva Marie's gonna win it. Well, let's go right to the women's match then, because that's actually a hot, a hot topic conversation. Charlotte versus Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks for the women's title. Sorry, the Divas title, whatever they want to call it. Stupid name, Divas title. Um, as much as everyone likes Sasha Banks. And I do like Sasha Banks. I think she's great. I feel like you gotta let Charlotte keep the belt. Yeah. I feel like that's the way to go here. She's she's doing good work as the heel female champion. The nobody prob- can touch. The problem is if you keep the belt on Charlotte, which you're not necessarily wrong, but if you keep the belt on Charlotte, there's no way to break out of this log jam of Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch being like neck and neck on something. One of them has to win to sort of shake out the hierarchy of the division because if they get beat again. What's to say we don't have another triple threat match at whatever the next be this pay per view they try out is? Here's the catch with Charlotte. Something has to change and progress in the storyline. She could be the reason why Flair is a 16 time or whatever world champion is because he lost 15 times. If they're going to build up Charlotte as being this 10 time women's champion, she might have to lose. And it's perfect for them right now to have two different girls because they literally can cycle that title out between the three of them. Um, and like Charlotte can Plus, rack you know, up three title reigns by SummerSlam. Bailey's coming and Emma's yeah. there. They got plenty. What's of it mean if you're a three-time champion, but you lost it a week later and then won it back the next week? You know, but you still get that like credibility. I think Charlotte's like prime for that ten-time women's title run, the, the yeah. winningest woman title ever, like her dad. You know what I mean? So she's got to lose to start building the win backs. I guess if that makes for sense. For some so. reason, I don't feel like they're gonna put it on Sasha Banks. Oh, they got to. She's they the should. Yeah. Sasha Banks is the best wrestler in the world. She so can like, lose it literally tomorrow on Raw or the the following day on Raw. Back Back to Charlotte, but and then just get back in a feud that way. The, the title actually doesn't matter which woman it's on. The title means nothing. You'd want to think that you're going to want to see at least one title change for this event, right? And then you start to wonder where the titles are going to change hands. Now, we haven't gotten to Triple H, Roman Reigns yet. We'll save that for the end. You assume, though, that Roman's probably going to win the title from yeah. Triple H. Is it this the most like obvious ending? Most obvious. That doesn't necessarily mean that's going to be the ending, but that's the most obvious. But let's say he doesn't win the belt. They're going to want to change the belt somewhere. I don't think they're going to want to take the IC title off somebody. I don't think Ryback's going to win the U.S. title. I do think a women's title change would give them something that happened, right? Oh, women's title change, challenge WrestleMania. Yeah. Big moment. So I do think you well, probably... Well, especially if they roll out, because I read the news today, they're going to try to roll out the Raw after Mania and rebrand it as the women's belt. Which would be amazing. They've already got it consulted... So if they're going to make that change, you feel like it's going to be a Sasha Banks or a Becky yeah. Lynch. Like, okay, now that I want my match, a boss, match, a boss is going to come out and put the women's Mark and title back boys think about the, <laughs> yeah, the Divas champion match. We're running on them. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that is. Oh, that came off horrible. I just don't know enough about it. I know... Uh, Charlotte is an absolute animal. <laughs> She's they a monster. A they monster. definitely have the potential. Kick my ass. They definitely have the potential to steal the show in that match. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like sure. people might come out of Mania like, oh, holy shit. Because mm-hmm. I think you know they we, need it. you know, Justin and Sam, we we a little spoiled because like we watch NXT and we've watched like Sasha Banks, like Sasha versus Bailey, Sasha versus all these people. We've seen these people fight before. We know what they're like. They do together. I think they could shock the world in Mania, these three. Depends how much time they yeah. give them, really. That's a huge, yeah, that's you know a big part of it. What does stink about the women's wrestling, though, is that they force them into these gimmicks and stables and like things like with Becky Lynch in particular. You know, 
the gimmick is just stupid because at the end of the day, I don't care if she's a steampunk, which you guys have explained to me. Like, she's really good. Like, you times. know what I mean? But you get very, like, times. what they're doing by putting these guys in teams, team bad, team this, team that, it's like, it's so demeaning and stupid that, like, by the time they wrestle, I just don't even care, unfortunately. So, you got to think, though, the reason they do that a lot is to get people on Raw because Raw is the Multiple only, is the only platform show they have that's on a major network outside of their own network, right? So, you want to get as much talent on the mainstream show that people are going to see on cable because people then recognize faces. Right. So that's why you end up having these like six man tags with everybody in it. Just like, Oh, we got to get everybody on the show. So I think that kind of, you know, I think yeah. a lot of that, but you're non committed to four of those six. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I know. Um, all right. So you said the Andre, the, you said the Andre, the giant Memorial battle Royal got moved to the pay-per-view, correct? That's what I heard. And your boy, Braun Strowman is going to win. <laughs> Braun <laughs> Strowman. Braun. Strowman. Maybe Huey is going to take it. Ron <laughs> Strowman opened the New York Stock Exchange this week, so he's... You he's never know. You never know. Wow. The New York Stock Exchange wow. is the Wyatt family. Yeah, out there to open. Yeah, 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 character. Yeah. Yes, they sure oh, did. Oh, yes, they sure did. Oh, my God. We will we, we, um, find the video and post it somewhere on the social media. Watching that asshole Strowman walk around the floor of the New York Stock Exchange with that black Sheep mask, just unreal today. Um, how do you show off his dumb baby face? Yeah, oh uh, so I think we've touched upon the great subject here, though. It seems like there's not anything written on this show for the Wyatt family, who we all seem to like. Yeah. Ray's um, kind of hurt, and Luke's out for nine months, though. Yeah, so it makes sense that the Wyatts. Baby. So I don't even know who's in this battle. Yeah. Oh, wow. um, I, the baby would have been funny. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been funny, yeah, baby. Um, it seems like if they want to keep pushing the Wyatts, this is the only <laughs> real scenario where somebody from the Wyatts can make a statement. So you would imagine that it would be Braun Strowman, or if Bray's healthy enough to do it, they'll let Bray win it. I would like to see that. You want to know my hot take? What? Cesaro comes back and wins it. Nah, he's hurt, man. He's he's on the return. They're teasing it. And according to Mikey, he's lame. That's what he told me earlier. He said Cesaro. Yeah, Mikey lame. did say Cesaro. Yeah, you know what? Why... Oh, my God. Oh, there's the pictures. Oh, God. I want to see Cesaro, yes. and not in a bad way, but if that kid can take an uppercut from Cesaro, I'll let him say whatever he wants about him. Well, we'll see what goes on. <laughs> uh, swing. That's not nice. Um, <laughs> that's all right, so let's we'll start moving wow. through these. We got, we got more matches to go. So, um, all right, next one, Tag Team Championship match, which I guess the titles, I'm not sure if they're on the line. The New they're Day, not. they're not on the line. The New Day versus the League of Nations. Um, do we even care about the League of Nations, anybody? New. <laughs> Mark is actually Rock. dancing like Big E right now. I am. Thrusting and I am gyrating. Whoa! I'm completely sour. I'm completely inappropriate. Whoa! Resonant. Federation. No, I, 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 have, I would like to input about the new day. I was listening earlier. Mark's awake. Let him talk. I was, I was listening earlier about you guys talking about the new day, about how you start out, you don't like them, and then just kind of grow on you. And growing you, and growing they're you. undeniable. That's exactly what happened to me. Like at first, I didn't like them. I I just didn't like them. But now, every time they come out with their terrible entrance music, I'm sorry. Like it's just such a long oh, man. man. Like, it's just like it just it's just man. too drawn out. You gotta have that. You have to have the no. It's too it. slow, and it's like it's a gimmick. From it the works. time it starts, to the time like the pop, like it's just what. Just like just speak how you know they are. They get a pop the second they say, "Oh, either yeah, wherever they are, don't you know, then, there's like, then there's that like that 
like silence. They have to have people well, chant New Day. Uh, I, I, I he's got to dance. How much? Uh, more can I think we all agree that they uh, did a really good job uh, uh, turning over to be as ridiculous as they were because that yes. was not the original. Yeah, for plan. sure. Then they realized how annoying they were, and they're like, "Let's." Rock well, that's this. the promo for the network. If you yeah. if you watch the network, they have a lot of things where they explain their transformation. Yeah. Those guys directly. Yeah. So yeah. if you're in like, yeah. you watch any of them, incredibly yeah. smart. You only see my bar. It doesn't make exactly. table for three on the network. Uh, those three. It was the road trip thing too. The road trip thing. Yeah, yeah. They talked a lot about that stuff, but they introduced these guys as people who are allowed to do whatever they wanted, and uh, you get those rare times to. Um, take the ball and run with it. That doesn't well, happen very often. You get buried into some stupid gimmick. You no, know? it's true. And, and you can see, it, and when you watch them outside of, like, when they're on the show, they're not necessarily in character. It just it becomes very obvious, like, oh, it's them. this is them in real life. Like, this is probably what they do that makes each other laugh when they're, like, on the road or backstage. And that just happens to work with the crowd to a certain way. It goes way. back and reinforces the same old thing that all the best wrestlers, the guys who are the most successful, the guys who are being themselves, but, like, turned up to 11, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, all those guys, For even sure. if you go back to, like, Austin and The Rock and stuff like that, those guys are being larger-than-life versions of who they are. Mm-hmm. They're not people just reading a script. Like, nobody writes those characters for them. It's just them on 11. Mm-hmm. And that's why it works, because it's real, and people connect with it. There them. are very few people Absolutely. who get that over in that type of way and they're definitely so new right now. so new day is going over league of nations Most definitely, absolutely. Most definitely. In my head, what i've been saying is it's the this is where the rock comes in for me i think he's in this one as a four on four it'll be deal. somewhere yep it, it, it'll be post-match i think yeah they'll, they'll get jumped. jumped yeah they'll get jumped and yeah. the four of them gonna beat him up and the rock's gonna come out do some stupid thing that puts them over as faces, even though they clearly so he can are. get some. some they don't need the help. If I you get it. Right, this week. right, exactly. But the point being, it validates the non-casual fan that hey, these guys are really good guys, you know. So. Continental Championship ladder match: Kevin uh, Owens, uh, yeah, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, Zack Ryder, Sin Cara, The Miz, and Stardust. Right. Oh, I only have Kevin Owens is the closest thing they have on the roster to must see TV on a weekly I under, basis. I understand why they don't want to waste Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn already because they can build this out for another eight months and have yep. some of the best matches they've had in yep. years. But like by that same token, I don't like Sin Cara. Dude, yeah. Stardust. 
Zack Ryder out of the nowhere. Like, good for Zack Ryder who hasn't had a job in like two yeah. years. Yeah. But the way he's like, who yeah, cares? Who cares? The way yeah. they're building this up, Owens is a Make it four star. guys. Make he's it Ryder, Ziggler. No, Owens is He's going to go through five guys right now in big spot type of deal. Like, he's going to go over five scrubs right now mm-hmm. in this match and become largest. Like, well, the antics that they're working with is, is brilliant of, like, cowardly, 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 and then he comes in and wins. You know what I mean? Like, here's that's the a thing. brilliant buildup for you him. You know that if you're WWE and you're awake, which I guess is debatable, but you know that coming out of this match... No matter what happens going forward, you're going to continue to keep Owens and, and Zayn fighting each other. So you make a decision. Do they continue fighting based on just the bad blood and hating each other? Or do they keep fighting because of the IC Championship? But either way, these guys are coming out going together. So you know that like this whole match is set around two guys. Even though yeah. it's seven people, this match is about two specific people. Like, quite a bit. Right. And, um, and I think that's really the key for me here is there's... There are two people in this match who matter, right? Like, everything else is window dressing in this match. There's no chance Zack Ryder wins, no chance The Miz wins, no chance Sin Cara wins. Maybe Ziggler? Well, no, come on. Zack Ryder might get the... Absolutely not. Is he no from chance. Dallas? Abs- no, he's from Long Island. Right, Long Island, nice to see. Come on. He's not going to win. You do that. Don't lie to me. Um, no, I, look, I think Stardust is one of the more underrated characters in the whole show. I think he's hilarious. But they're never giving him the belt. It's not going to happen. Like, see, they I had, think he's outstanding. He's they, so good. They had pictures, on, they had pictures on Twitter today. A bunch of like wrestlers went to Six Flags on their day off. And it's showing them all like tweeting on Instagram and Twitter from their accounts and just wearing you know hoodies and jeans. And fucking Cody Rhodes is out there in full head-to-toe stardust. Like, they're just showing pictures of him sitting in the back of the car, acting weird, in a roller coaster, like, just not breaking character anywhere in public. I love it. I love that that's kind fantastic. of thing. That's, that's, that's how so you can tell. That's Dusty's kid. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think you're probably going to see Kevin Owens keep the belt. That's my hope. Um, because he really is the best heel, I really feel like, in the company in terms of generating, like, yeah. real disgust with people. Yeah. Um, and I think he's... I think he's hilarious. I'm sorry. I just think he's the funniest guy. He's very clever. I like how he just makes fun of the commentators while like, he's in the ring. I like how he never stops. Like, never stops. When he's in the ring, when he's on the side during tag matches, he never stops being an antagonist. Parkinson can back me up on this. That's an indie wrestling thing because you're in a, generally you're in an arena with like 2,000 people. So you can take that moment to reach out to that person and say something in the crowd. Like, you know, you can target specific yeah. people. That carries over for him, it seems like. Hey, yeah, Steve. Beers on the show. It's hey, fine. Steve. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Kill her, Steve. Give me a hell yeah. Um, Kill him. That's what's yelling in the So what are our thoughts? And Owens wins this? Is that the thought? He yeah. has. Yeah, I don't. I'm more interested in the latter match. Yeah. I don't know who wins it. I don't know. D- this is it's so going to be a spot fest either way. Yeah, I don't no, know. he's I, going to win by literally climbing up the ladder at the last second, grabbing the belt, and piecing out. He's, he's going to obscure. No, he's going to think push, someone else is going to be the. He's going to push Sami Zayn off the ladder and then at the end yeah. to do it. Right, he's going to win. It nothing to do with the rest of the match. Yeah, like you said, he's going to like squeal his way around. Yeah, that's his character. is in there to do some sort of high flying crazy spot right off the ladder onto the whole dudes. Some Zach Ryder's there to get put through a table. Uh, the he's Mizzes. also there for like the real deep like hashtag smarks and all those. People. Yeah, yeah. He's the um, internet champion. Dolph Ziggler, you got to do something with a guy. He's been around for a long time. He's a I just, pro. That's he's just getting him on the card guy, for the yeah, day. Hey, hey, thank you for being here for ten years uh, uh, at a Ziggler, mediocre level. Here's a WrestleMania. If payday. it's not Zane or Owens, Ziggler's my dark horse to win. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. If it's not Zane or Owens, I would. I guess give, the Miz would be my dark yeah, horse to Zane, win. There's no way Zane gets the title. They didn't give Ziggler. They didn't give. Ziggler that promo on that match against Triple H for nothing. I feel mm, like. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's move on. Uh, this is this one's all for you, Justin. 
AJ Styles oh. versus Chris Jericho. You're two man of the rushes. Clear the room. All right, we're out. All right, everyone step out. I feel Talk. like Talk. I feel like with this match, we've already gotten everything um, from two legends, essentially. Oh, let me God. let me break it down for you for a second. But you've gotten AJ going over Jericho, Jericho going over AJ. Great promos in between, like Jericho coming out and costing them matches, like. The build-up, you've gotten a full story, and they've only done it in how many weeks? Like, it's been a pretty slow build, but I don't know what you do from here, especially as someone who likes both of them. Obviously, AJ wins. Like, AJ that has certainly to be, wins. Yeah, AJ that wins. has to be the culmination, but, like, this feud and this the ending, the best of it has, has already happened. This is just kind of formality for Jericho to put him over. So I would love to see this Jericho is, get the win. I do love AJ, but this is obviously a stepping stone. You know, you know that AJ is going over, and this will develop him yeah. the type of guy who goes and fights like Shinsuke and somebody who right. fights. Probably but the KO best work's already been done weeks ago. This you know? is their opportunity to go out there and put on a five star match yeah. on the grand stage. Like these guys, you, I bet these guys. He will make AJ Styles. Let's go out there and have it, both of them though. Like yeah. they're gonna have like. I feel like this match will probably be one of the matches if everything goes well. That on these guys' DVDs when they retire. Like, nobody will ever forget Jericho versus Styles at Mania. This is their opportunity yeah, to be everything that everybody knows yeah, that they AJ are. And needs knows it. AJ needs it. Jericho, AJ, AJ needs that signature moment, and Jericho yeah. needs to remind people who that, the hell yeah, he is. He's, no, and I no. Think, no, he does. No, at this point, no. No, if you ask... He, they know who he is, and he's going to prove that they know who he is you by validating away, his greatness. Here's my thing, though. A little bias in if, you, if, <laughs> if you take away your knee-jerk reaction, you go back and you ask, what was that kid's name? Jimmy, Johnny, Frankie? Mikey. Mikey. You go back and ask Mikey who Chris Jericho is, he probably doesn't know. And this is Jericho's opportunity to show the people who weren't lucky well, to see him in 99. I heard Mikey's a Fozzie fan, so in your face, Kevin. Um, I think that... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to put you in the mandible claw. I can't even tell you. Uh, like, uh, no, uh, I would say this is probably your sleeper match of the show, right? Like, these two guys are... The they're the both show. veterans. They both yeah. know Should that... Should be the main event. Can I finish, please? <laughs> I'm saying they're both, they're both like, they come from indie backgrounds. They've been around the world. They understand the significance of the stage and the match. You know they're going to come up with a good spot. This will be a fine match to watch. I kind of wish I cared a little bit more because it True. seems very cut and dry to me that AJ is going to go over. Uh, but it should be a good match. It's, going back to it, though, is because their best work's already been done. The yeah, build-up's no. been so good. Jericho, the match doesn't not, mean anything. Dude, no the, the rivalry's been great. Jericho but. has been better in the last three, four weeks than he's been in the last yeah. two years. Like He's been really, really been good. Yeah. And that's a testament to how good he can be when he's not doing other stuff, right? But yeah. but I think this is AJ, for sure. So AJ. Right. It's part of the contract signing. He's got to yeah. win the match. All right, we got three left, guys, and these are the main events. So main let's events. start. Uh, Dean, the lunatic fringe, Dean Ambrose, <laughs> taking on the Beast Incarnate, Bork Laser, I mean, Brock Lobster, I mean, Seafood City, Brock Lesnar, the mayor <laughs> of Seafood City, <laughs> Brock, Brock Lobster, <laughs> we were at the beach, um, no, uh, yeah, so, I, I'm still kind of thrown off by this match, because in my head, I kept waiting for it to be Brock versus Bray Wyatt, somehow, like, I never thought this was going to be the match initially. I don't really like Dean Ambrose as much as everyone else seems to like him. So I'm a little, I'm a little like, I'm not I just want Brock to win. <laughs> I just want Brock to kill him. I'm not a fan of Dean Ambrose or his lunatic fringe or his moveset because they're all sloppy. Wow. Slow. Hot takes. <laughs> I'm not a fan. And I will say, while on the beach, I got 
zapped by the Bork laser and turned into the Black Lobster. And like, I don't know. <laughs> in depth analysis. Um, I am huge. red all over. Huge. Here's the thing. <laughs> they obviously, you know, Brock's obviously a bigger star, right? A bigger mainstream star, right? But Dean Ambrose is the most popular wrestler in the company right now, I would say. It's hard to deny that, like, he's over That's as a baby right. face. Yeah. The crowd loves him. Everyone seems to like him. Um, it would make sense for Dean to go over Brock here, right? But then that makes Dean the guy who beat Lesnar. Right. And are they ready to have Dean be enough to beat Lesnar? Remember, it's no, was it no whole bar, though? It's no... It's no holds barred though. He could like literally. I expect this. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> I expect to see some chicanery from yeah. the Wyatt family. Probably I'm going to be disappointed with that. Maybe no, I don't even because it doesn't validate anything. I think Ambrose is literally that's why do someone do fringe lunacy like hit him with a car. Yeah. He's going to do something where he pins him with a fork. That's the only way. That's the only way he wins. Yeah, otherwise, put a pallet full of salt on top of him and then pin him. Otherwise, Brock is Throwback. just going to beat him <laughs> to a pulp. Over and over and Which over, he's and still he's never going to quit until this, finally something happens. This is him. another candidate for possible match to steal the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Then this, I think no matter how this match ends up, unless like they make it the focus to be Wyatt's and Lesnar, like, yeah. this will be the kind of a career-making match for Ambrose, no matter what happens. Like, just, Ambrose's career will never be the same yeah. after this match. Brock is the is the biggest in terms of attraction that you have in the company. If you put Brock in a match, people will be like, yep, awesome. Yeah. Brock versus anybody is like uh, is is an interesting match. Oh. I think you could have probably booked somebody else in this match, but that being said, this is probably the most uh, fascinating match for me. Uh, I still like Brock to win. I think Brock will win with some chicanery. I feel like that, you yeah, know, yeah. I feel like that, like, Dean will, there'll definitely be a moment in this match somewhere though. where Dean quote-unquote pins Brock, but the ref's not there, but, like, he's on him for more than the three count. They're like, oh, he could have beat him if not for this one moment. I'm Uh, predicting him getting involved somewhere. Yeah, for sure. I'm predicting 11 suplexes. Ooh, good call. I I won away. You did. (laughs) 11. Over under on suplexes in the Lesnar matches. Yeah, we got to throw that in the end. Um, WrestleMania is meant for two things, though. It's to either validate a star or make a new one. And I think at this point, Lesnar was validated long ago, and uh, it's a prime chance to make a new one. And Ambrose, what they're trying to do, the win's bigger for Ambrose. He can only, the thing is, though, with Lesnar being who he is, like he's lost some matches on chicanery, Lesnar can only get beat once. Yeah. Because once he gets beat... He's also gone in a year or two. You know, he's not around. That's a a good point. You're not, like, this is... This match, more than probably any match on the card, except for maybe the Hell in a Cell, I really don't know what's going to happen. And for as much as we can knock the card this year, there's a fair amount of matches where I really have no idea what's going to happen. This particular one, I could care less who wins. It means nothing for the overall art. As long as the match is good. Yeah, Yeah. I'm a big fan of Brock, though. I'd like to see him keep going. I'd like to see Brock get the title again. I just wonder when it's ever going to happen, because it seems like you're about ready for Roman to be the title for a while. The way that Brock's character is written right now, too, if you put the belt on him, he could never lose. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. You're dealing with Reigns for a whole year until Rollins comes back by going through the authority and Orton, who returns and all that shit and yeah. you get Rollins yep. and Reigns at WrestleMania next year that's what's gonna happen right. oh, let's move on so many guys you forget about that I heard I know I know alright so let's move on uh, we got two matches left uh, what do you guys wanna do first Triple H Roman or Shane and Undertaker do Triple H Roman cause I'm gonna tell you. I'll say this real quick and this is all I'm gonna say then I gotta go to the bathroom so we'll do this one first I'm gonna run off I think that there's no way you don't see Reigns come out with the belt yeah for sure anything else would be 
mind-blowingly yeah. insane. Like, yeah. they've gone this far, just finish it and then figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Is there also an element, though, of who actually cares? Besides Mikey. No, 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 but no, no. Do you really yes. care? Do you care if Reigns yes. or look, Triple H are the champion? Look, we know look. Owens and Jericho and Styles are the fuck, the guys you want to watch. You're thinking like a smart man. You got to yeah. think that half... No, you don't, because half the crowd is not smart. It's like half the crowd is kids like Mikey who think that Roman Reigns is cool as hell because he's a good guy and he's out there fighting for beliefs and he's beating up like the bad guys every week and he's he's John Cena, Adul- right? Adults like us boo louder than kids. Like I haven't hit puberty yet for the exactly. <laughs> I want to say that Roman made a comment about that to somebody like in some interview. Yeah, he's so like, I, yeah. you told me yeah, that, right? right? Yeah. So not there for thirty year old dudes. Yeah, exactly. We have a PG product. At this point in time, you have to at least. Put the belt on him. See what happens in two months, three months. If people are still really booing him, you gotta make him a heel at some point in time. Anyway, I think he'd be a great heel. Um, it forces the WWE yeah. hand though because they, they have to do they have to do something. Love like, Triple with the belt H. On them. They can't just go status quo. Right. Love mm-hmm. Triple H. Uh, I just think that Roman certainly gets the win. It'll be. It'll be very memorable. They'll rain the confetti um, from the sky that that and they'll some cheers. Is a transitional the champion in theory? I'm back. The question is: Is there a heel turn? You think Roman's could turn? Do you think Roman could turn heel? Be nice. I don't think it'll happen. Like just have like a, have it be at work where he becomes the corporate champion. If like, Cena were here, maybe people every opportunity to like me Whoa. and this and that. Maybe if Cena were here, like maybe the Rock, maybe the Rock guy. comes out to put him over, and then Cena will be back soon. The Rock comes out to put him over. He spears the Rock, comes out the next time, and Roman that he's like, fast. "I've been waiting for that since SummerSlam." Yeah, you know, what I mean? turn on the Rock. He, he should have speared the Rock at Royal Rumble when he came out to pull yeah. his hand up, and then he would have got over. Spear yeah. the Rock and the Usos come out the next time. Like Vince McMahon keeps giving me these matches; he's the only guy yeah. ever believed in me. I'm the corporate champion. If they want to turn him to the next Rock, that's what the Rock did. Mm-hmm. Everybody hated him so much because they pushed him so hard as a face. Turns a lot, of, a lot of stuff around though. If what you're moving on to next, though, if Shane's the champion, where does Reigns fit in as a heel? It's a lot of weird stuff. Well, right? that's that's a funny Maybe thing he too. He becomes their guy that's because why... he's in charge now. They do the fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. The fix. Well, that's why you assume that the Triple H Roman Reigns match is the actual last match of the card or is Shane Undertaker the last match? It's got to be Undertaker. It's got to be Undertaker match. and Shane, it's right? It's not going to be, I don't think. I don't think so. I think they do Reigns yeah. and Triple H. Triple H. Yeah. So the outcome of you the Shane-Undertaker match will be out. could keep the belt if Shane wins Raw. I'm saying, so let's say Shane wins the match against the Undertaker. Now he's got control of Raw. There's another match Triple going H. on after yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Triple H. Yeah. Yeah. They their authority... Triple H wins to keep the hold on the authority. That's what happens. I will, Shane yeah, I, wins, Triple H wins. I will say, yeah, I was just going to say, if Shane wins the match, I think Triple H wins his match. Hmm. It keeps him in the fold. He's the champion. Deal with in the fold. It. You're That's in charge, but I'm the champion. And then yeah. they can let Roman fall by the wayside and try to rebuild if they really don't think they can do it right They can now. move him on to something yeah. else. Do something. All right, so let's get to the main event then. Shane, Shane O'Mac versus The Undertaker, Hell in a Cell. If Shane wins, he gets control of Monday Night Raw. I want to specifically make a point that they didn't say WWE. They said Monday Night Raw, very specifically. Well, like Vince said, as Raw goes, the company goes. Mm. I smell brand split, but let's get let's oh. move, we'll move on to that. Uh, so Everybody's dead. All the wrestlers are nah, hurt. Who are they going to split? I've already said on the same thing. He wins and Triple H stays champion. There's no brand split. It keeps all the characters involved. Uh, I... I wasn't hyped up for this match. I got to be honest. I was hyped when Shane O'Mac first showed up. Everyone was hyped up. So hyped up. And then for a couple weeks, I didn't quite buy into the build up for this. I'm like, I don't understand why it's Shane versus the Undertaker. 
I don't like the way they're building this up. And then last week was pretty good, but I still... There's 8,000 gimmicks I'm on it. I'm very unsure about what this match is actually going to look like when we see it, right? It, I, I, I don't know. I'm it's very everything confused. but a wrestling match for control of a wrestling company is essentially what it is. Yeah. They are not going to do a single piece of wrestling to control a wrestling company. Is that fair? I feel like I feel like they were talking, like they're in the boardroom and they were just kind of like, all right, who are we going to have Undertaker fight at WrestleMania? I got nobody. Yeah. Shane will take 100 grand to come then back. Shane stood up and went to the Pepsi machine, like the, the can hit the bomb, they're like, you. So that's what it's going to be. It's going to be Shane. If he hadn't got a hurt, you have to imagine the match was Cena and Undertaker. They've been talking, you know what I mean? Like, that's the only big match they have left now that Sting's, like, passed away practically. Yeah. And so, well, it's pretty close. You know, hot take. I remember him falling. The What's only the thing take? that could make you care about an Undertaker match is Shane McMahon being in it. I could, give so cool. I could give two hoots. I could give two hoots. But like I was saying, they were, they were going to have Undertaker and Cena, and then that went out the window. So they did have to find somebody who would shock people. And like, I was watching Raw when Shane Matt came back, and I, I mean, I was punched all in the ceiling. Like, okay. I was, I haven't marked out that hard since I was probably twelve, and that was great. But you feel like something has to happen. I feel like this match, more than any other match, is most likely to have interference. Whether it's my dream situation, oh, where Stone Cold comes out and stuns The Undertaker to screw over Vince McMahon <laughs> one last time, or whether it's, you know, <coughs> Cena comes back, or whether it's anything else, I feel like this match is the most likely to have some sort of a, like, dusty schmoz fest finish. There is potential, too, because you're throwing Undertaker retiring on the line. If you can do a dusty finish with him, and he can kind of plea for that chance to redeem that. If Shane so, wins, know, so. he can renege that stipulation about Undertaker's career. That's yeah. fair. Uh, yeah, man. I think in that, fantasy world, anything can happen. There was definitely a moment where WWE looked around and said, "Who can we get to fight the Undertaker?" And they went down the list and they called The Rock, and The Rock said, "I'm doing a movie." You know what I mean? And, and yeah, awesome. yeah. And, and they're like, about "The Rock's insurance company was like, absolutely, yeah." Absolutely. And, and yeah. They, so they called so up they Stone Cold and time. they said, "Steve, can you come do the show?" He's like, "Nah, I can't do it. Podcast, brother, what?" And then they hung up. And then they probably called Shawn Michaels. He's like, I'm busy hunting and he praying, so I got to go. He couldn't, they couldn't really yeah. that. You can't do triple H. So they probably just ran through and said, I don't know who the hell we're going to bring on. Let's just have Cena fight yeah. The Undertaker. And then Cena gets hurt, and they're like, uh, Shane? Yeah. You can't someone win said, yeah, okay. 20 <laughs> matches at WrestleMania and have people left to fight. I mean, <laughs> you pretty much run out. And they backed the Brinks truck of money full up, up to Shane's house and said, here's $200,000. <laughs> no, $120,000. To be fair, though, Shane's not like a B-list guy. It's not like they went down the list of, I guess we'll take Shane. Shane's pretty outside the box because he's been gone. He's not like an easy get for them. But doing that was, he really does. I mean, if you just look at the way that people have responded, like, you could see when he came back on Raw, when he came out, he was tearing up. And he said in interviews afterwards, he's like, I'm kind of blown away by how much people, like, care. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Shane's a... That's the most interesting thing I've seen in wrestling. There are wrestlers who who do it for 30 years to get the kind of pop he did for not being around for six on a Raw. You know what I mean? Like, those guys are like, damn, I'm sitting here getting beat, and this guy just shows back up and gets a bigger pop than I'll ever get in my life. Like, that's gotta be the king, you know? There's something to be said about a dude who literally is set for life, has all the millions of dollars he could ever want, but will still fall off the top of Jumbo (laughs) Chop. What a company. There's something to be said about that dude, and that's why people appreciate it. So, So, who wins? I've already put Shane wins, Triple H keeps title. If that's if that's the outcome, I don't know what order those matches go into, but that's gotta be the Everything scenario. Everything I've read says they're gonna put Triple H and Reigns last. 
you you got to do something where you keep the authority involved, and it's going to be a dusty finish. Like I think Shane wins, and then Triple H, you know, it's contingent on that, I guess. But I hope the Undertaker loses because I hate him, Kevin. I hate him, and if he loses, he's done. He's dead, literally the deadest of men. I cannot wait for it. He will be dead, Sam. Dead. Sam, when you fix the episode and post, dead dead. put a funeral to put the Undertaker's funeral about <laughs> Jiddick right after he says dead. <laughs> Done. <laughs> uh, hate the Undertaker. Undertaker wins because uh, he's the man. The only way I see Undertaker losing is if he does it to screw Vince on behalf of Shane, and there's some schmaz action going on. Uh, but realistically, I don't think you can put a quote-unquote non-wrestler against the Undertaker Shane can't beat him and have him not beat. A wrestler. Yeah, I mean, I know happen. he's lost one, but yeah. that streak, I mean, 21-1 is still a hell of a yeah. record. Mm. Um, These are baited ones, though, with Ambrose and Shane, though. They're gimmicky, and, like, anything can ca- Like, they're not straight-up wrestling matches. Which makes you nervous, because it can go so well, but it can go so wrong. Right. Much like this podcast, it could have gone so well. could have gone so wrong. Do you think it's more effort into the wrestling one than probably... Let's do over on there. Plenty of people. Oh, yeah, yeah, seven. Plenty of people. Well, there's five people in this room. Mikey. Uh, guys, uh, real quick, we want to thank Paulie Diamond from Gentleman's Corner Barbershop for coming by. We want to thank Andrew Sullivan, the man, the myth, the legend. We want to thank Mark Simon, Mr. Dirty Jers. Cheers. Everyone boo, Justin Parkinson. Boo! Be the heel. Uh, you make a living that way, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you get paid being a bad guy. Uh, for Kevin <laughs> Sullivan uh, and Sam Pamela, the Uticast, we will see you on tweet Monday. Us at Mania. Yeah, tweet us to Mania. Can we There's attempt a live tweet? I'll, attempt to, I'll try and live stream. I'll yeah, see what I can do. I might get off the rails. It's uh, a long show. Folks, we will talk to you. I don't, Monday, dude, Monday is going to be the Raw after Mania. And potentially, if Syracuse could make it to the final, uh, the championship game. Just right? so you know, if Syracuse makes it to the championship game, I'm storming the set. Yes. <laughs> oh my God. No, that's just happening. Uh, guys, thanks for everything. Uh, we'll be back on Monday, folks. Special episode.